In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy. And in case you guys were not aware, today marks the 10-year anniversary of Robin Thicke and Miley Cyrus's controversial performance at the VMAs. Whoa. Yeah. Do you guys remember that? Because we'll be breaking it down and we'll also be reading a Dear DST. But first... But first... Guys, are you subscribed to Back for Seconds? To get ad-free episodes a day early and bonus episodes with Sammy and Aileen, go to subscribe.betches.com. You won't be disappointed. Yes. Okay, so do you remember all of the controversy surrounding this performance? And if so, what parts of it do you remember? I remember, I mean, I remember the performance. I remember the foam finger. Mm -hmm. I remember the outfit, which was like a pleathered or like a vinyl uh, two leotard. Two, oh, it yeah, was a two, two piece. piece, like yeah. a high-waisted two-piece yeah. with a- High-waisted booty short and like kind of like Madonna-esque looking bra. Uh-huh. But in latex. Late, that's the material yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. for. Yeah, latex. Nude latex. Personally, I didn't find it cute. And I remember that. Like, mm. I remember thinking like, why mm-hmm. did she choose to wear that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was much younger at the time. So I think I was kind of like, just shocked along with the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And maybe shocked is too much of a word, but the world was shocked. Like everybody was talking about this because it was really, really risque. And Miley was like- An adult. And she was twerking on this much older man. Yes. She was big on twerking at the time. So we knew that she was gonna do something like that. This is bangers era. Mm. But I don't know if you remember this, Remy. Even before this- there was controversy around pretty much everything Anything that she Miley did. did. Yeah, I, I remember that Can't Be Tamed was the first thing that she shot that she was like, I'm not just a Disney Channel star. Like, I'm a woman. I'm sexy. Look at my body. You I'm know, dancing in a cage. I'm dancing in a cage. And I remember my reaction to Can't Be Tamed was I was like, no. Like, you didn't be like it. tamed. Even though I liked the music and like I liked the video and stuff, I just... I, I think I felt like a lot of other people that like she was our little Disney star, you know, and if she was to deviate, like, what does that mean for us? Which is so insane to expect a preteen or like an adult to stay as their preteen self and like never express themselves artistically or anything like that. Like, yeah, you know, the Disney kids, they, they I mean. They go through a tough time. They're in a gilded cage. Yeah. And And that's that's probably what she was saying with that video. With the cage. With the cage. Hello. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I actually, I'm a huge fan of Miley and I always have been. And I think that 
there's more thought that goes into things than she gets credit for a lot mm-hmm. of the time. But I also think she was just a Disney star who, like, let's face it, all these Disney stars have a really hard time maturing yeah, because they're under these strict contracts and they have to be childlike. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a well-known thing that you have to have a really clean-cut image mm-hmm. to be on the Disney Channel. You also have to wear, like, layers and layers of clothing. Do you remember like that oh, era yeah. of Disney where they'd have like leggings and then like a long sleeve shirt with like a tank top over it and then it was belted and like yeah, then there so was right. like arm like uh, warmers or like, you know, like you're just like so everything right. was covered, covered, covered. That's Selena Gomez on Wizards of Waverly it's Place. exactly like, that. Yeah. Long sleeve striped top. Yeah. Loose fitting, like loose, loose boho kind of tank Urban top over outfitters it. outfitters thing. Yeah. <laughs> Big that, I mean, slumpy that, boots. I guess boho was also just like a really big style at the time, but still, but yes, but it was very covered. And that's why I think can't be tamed. And this performance were a huge deviation on that because she was like, no, you're going to see my body and you're going to see that it's matured and you're going to see that I'm a woman. But even before that, when she did Party in the USA, mm-hmm. I believe it was the Teen Choice Awards, mm-hmm. she was on an ice cream cart or something and it had a pole on it. Mm. And everybody was freaking out because they said she was pole dancing, but mm. she was not even pole dancing. She mm-hmm. was just holding on to the pole, probably for support. For support. For yeah. balance. Yeah. It's hard to stand up on an ice cream cart, uh. especially in heels if she was wearing them. I don't remember. But, and then she did a photo shoot with Billy Ray Cyrus in Vanity Fair. Do you remember that? And like people freaked out because she was lying down with her father, like very innocently, I thought at the time. And like an inch of her stomach was showing. I remember this was a really big thing. And then she did another one, like a solo shot wearing a towel. Uh-huh. Do you remember this? No. The I mean, the internet was ablaze. Okay. So I think it's just, we didn't want her to mature. When I say we, I mean society, not me and Remy. But oh, um, I, I wanted but, her but to Remy, stay Hannah Montana Remy forever. Her stay yeah. I was here for it. Like I really loved the bangers. Mm -hmm. era I do looking back on it all and like I love where she's at in her career now like I'm like oh thank god she didn't listen to stupid people like me and like she had to do that to be respected in a way like you have to kind of go to extremes and push the envelope a little bit especially if you've been just sheltered the whole time so here's the thing with like the majority of people wanting her to stay so innocent and then what was so interesting about the backlash to the VMA performance is there was instant body shaming mm-hmm. and slut shaming and stuff but it is very interesting to me like the body shaming it's like we went from being like oh this is our like little sister that we need to protect to being like we don't want to see that we don't like that mm-hmm. we don't like your body and um there were a lot of memes going around comparing her butt cheeks to chicken <laughs> to like raw, raw chicken. chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I worked at an office at the time and I remember going in the morning and somebody showing that mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, just a split screen, her thighs and then a raw chicken. Mm-hmm. And him just being like, isn't this hilarious? Mm-hmm. And me being like, hey, hey, I did not like it because I didn't even understand it. I was like, are they saying she has cellulite or mm. loose skin or just that she's not toned like what were they saying like i i I just i think it was a mixture because at the time i was still very very judgmental and you know i laughed at those memes and Mm -hmm. i was like yes that is what it looks like and it just feels so horrible in retrospect but it also feels good to have grown 
Like, yeah. And, and also there is this element of like when everybody's saying something and everybody's laughing at something, Mm -hmm. it's easy to not think too deeply about it Mm -hmm. and to just be like, ha ha. Yeah. It looks kind of like a chicken. Mm -hmm. But like, what, what is that? I don't know. It's just so gross to think about it now, 10 years later Mm -hmm. that we would even be zooming into that area. Right. On her body. Yeah. I, I said recently that I was like, if you zoom in on a picture, it should make you automatically like it. Because you clearly were interested, <laughs> right? That's true. If you've lingered long enough yeah. that you're like analyzing details of the pictures. Yeah. It's like, you know, the haters are also the fans. Mm-hmm. It's the same concept. Mm-hmm. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? 
I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Yeah, what did you think about Robin Thicke? Because he, I mean, this was right after Blurred Lines. I mean, they yeah. they performed Blurred Lines and um, yeah. We Can't Stop. Yeah, I, th- I think that the criticism should have been more on him. For sure. Looking back on it because of like how exploitative the Blurred Lines video was. And I remember at the time being like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm so happy to be able to see Emily Ratajkowski. I didn't know who she was. Initially, I was like, woohoo, put this person on full display. And obviously she's doing it as a modeling job and stuff. But then when it switched over to Miley, it just felt like he was capitalizing off of this very young girl who was in a very transformative time in her life. And I don't, I'm not saying he's a bad person or anything, but it is very telling about where we were where we were all like she's the issue you know know. like when she's the one who had a bigger fan base you know she was the one putting herself out there more he was wearing a suit he was totally clothed and covered he was just kind of like beetlejuice yeah yeah and also if you um if you say robin thick's name three times he He shows up he bursts out of the ground oh my god There's two of him. We've said his name six times. <laughs> yeah, no, people didn't criticize him as much as he. I mean, now people are critical. And now Emily Ratajkowski has actually been talking a lot yes. about it, how exploited yes. she actually was. Right. But, but nobody was commenting on his body. Nobody was saying, oh, maybe he has an eating disorder. That was another thing going around yeah. around Miley was, oh, she's unhealthy. Like, there were some people that were like, I don't like the body. And then some people were like, I don't like the body. And I think she's not living a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. or whatever, but saying it in a very critical, not caring for her way. No. And it, I feel like back then that is kind of how we talked about eating disorders. Also when it came to celebrities and stuff, it's like, she's hiding a secret. And we were jealous. Oh, I, I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but I rem- I personally remember if people had that, I would be like, she's not telling us. And it's because she's like doing this thing. That's like making her, be able to be this version that I would want it, you know? So I'm. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I didn't Yucky think of it that way. Yucky past Remy. We hate her. We hate <laughs> you her. You know what? I mean, yeah, but we don't hate her. Everybody's allowed to grow and yeah. change. And I, I know if you can't look back at yourself and be embarrassed, like you're not doing any growth. I've said some pretty fucked up things in my past. To I, I, like, there was one time that the, just quick side note. Mm-hmm. My friend sent me a photo, and she was like, "I sent this to a guy, and he didn't respond to my text." And it was her in lingerie. Mm-hmm. And I told her, like, well, maybe he didn't respond because, like, it kind of looks like you have cellulite in this picture. Oh. Like, looking back on the fact that I said that, but also the fact that I thought that, that, like, we owed men perfectly smooth Mm. skin, Mm -hmm. I shudder at the thought. Yeah. No, and the the thoughts still pop up. Like, we talk about this all the time. The thoughts, but it's what you do with the thoughts. It's Mm -hmm. the fact that you followed through and were like, yeah, I was like, it's because he didn't text you back because because you have cellulite. You have cellulite. Yeah. Don't love that. But anyway, back to the Robin Thicke thing. A lot of the controversy, looking back on it, was it was accused of treating women like objects and promoting rape culture with its I know you want it hook, um, physical aggression and subtle messages about alcohol and consent. I mean, even the title blurred lines. Yeah. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm anti-consent. And their performance like played with these themes. But again, she was so young yeah and i understand her wanting to like come into her own and be like i am an adult but and she wanted to do something use her in this situation yeah i i think that you it's the vmas the Mm -hmm. vmas people want to be outrageous yeah um and miley at the time less so now but definitely at the time was very much in that let's do outrageous things era. Yeah. You know, I think she was going for something kind of like Madonna kissing Britney and Christina. Mm -hmm. You know, she wanted to do something outlandish and something that would make people talk. This article that I included here um, was from right after it happened. This is um, from The Atlantic. And basically it's it's speculating like that this could have been planned out as satire. I don't think it was satire. I think we what we were watching in People front of us. People love to make a bad joke and call it satire. I know, right? You know, I mean, I think wasn't the idol quote unquote satire? Yeah. Well, the idol was a mess. I never watched it, we so don't I have can't to get even into speak it. to it. But yeah. But yeah, I I think like that's a way that we kind of justify things by yeah. saying like, oh well, it must have been satire. I, I don't think this was satire. Has to be done really well, and yeah. also there has to be an underlying thing of like understanding what that like and this was such a public live event you know Mm -hmm. it's not like a scripted show where you're very careful about what the satire is and what you're satirizing yeah but maybe what she was is maybe she thought oh I did can't be tamed I'm wearing a, a little dress and this is what you guys made me feel like like this is the thing no I just think it's a little too deep like I I think she was just trying to be outlandish and Mm. outrageous Mm -hmm. at that time. And it worked. Like, it totally shattered that cookie cutter image. Yeah, Yeah. that that we all had. But then suddenly people were, you know, criticizing her and saying, like, oh, why is she behaving? The, The very fact that people are saying, why is she behaving 
this way, mm-hmm. that's why she was behaving that way. Mm-hmm. That's I, my I also, we had our hair episode pretty recently. I remember being mad at her for having short hair at that time because I was like, how could you? Because she had that long mermaid herself? hair. Yeah. But now looking back on it, I'm like, I love her it's little so buns. Good. It's so cute. Yeah. I, I love her with short hair. She's one of the people that I think looks better with short mm. hair. Mm. Um, I just think it's so next level on her. Yeah, I mean, she looks good all the time now. It's crazy. She she does. <laughs> she does. And I've said it before. Miley's gotten some work done that I think she didn't need. Is that confirmed? The buckle fat? I don't think she ever confirmed it. Mm-hmm. But I'm confirming it. Confirmed. Okay. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, it's speculative, but like there's just no other way that your but face is it could... speculative in the way that we were like, does she have an eating disorder? I just think there there are people that can look at before and after pictures and can tell like something's what, different. Yeah, like th- there are many people that that have that eye, whether whether it be plastic surgeons or just like people who study faces for a mm-hmm. living. There's one that I watch on YouTube. Her name is Lori Hill. She's so mm-hmm. good. She can she can nail like year by year like who when they got an eye lift when they got a half facelift when they got the buckle fat my question with the even wondering about this and I know we wonder because we're like it would be better to know just so like we know that that's not natural or whatever but when it's like oh does she have an eating disorder is that in a caring way of is she healthy like did she have work done and it's like is she mentally well you know, like, did she feel the need to have work done because of criticism around her? You know, like, yeah, you know, I, I wish people cared more if celebrities were mentally well when they got work done like this. But I feel like it just makes them a target. Usually, like, I, I don't I don't think that anybody is really that concerned about anybody's health that they don't know. And that's something that I've believed for a long time. Like, you, I, are you concerned? Am I concerned about her health? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've said it makes me sad that she's had so many procedures. Like I look at her face and I'm like, oh, I I always thought you had such a good face. And it sucks that you didn't think that. Right. Or that you feel pressure because all your Hollywood friends are getting it done. Right. I don't know what's going on, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do care, but I think I'm a little more sensitive to it because I like study this stuff, you know, and like it, it just, and also her particularly, because I've. I've kind of looked up to her for a long time and mm-hmm. just, I'm, I'm a fan. So yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I look at her. I and think I'm we like, want her to be well. I, I do want her to be well. Yeah. Miley, I hope you're well. We hope you're well. I mean, if you guys remember the time, like how did you feel about it? Like, do you feel differently now? Are you more investigative of the buckle fat because you're like just trying to suss it out or you're jealous <laughs> or you are concerned for, you know, like I just think it's an interesting like check-in. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. And do you think it was satire? I would love to know. I, I mean, yeah. I would lo- I, I, I would love to know too. I don't think so though. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol 
alcohol, allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores late nights and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do we want to move on to Dear DST? Yes, we do. Uh, Do you mind if I read it? No, I don't. Okay, here we go. Dear DST, I really enjoy your podcast and I find it so relatable. I've been working through this realization that I've hated my body since I was conscious of it. And now I'm trying to undo that work and your podcast is super helpful. I started working out with a trainer before my wedding. I felt like while I definitely got stronger, I also definitely got bigger. Some of my clothes don't fit or fit the same way. I don't look super different, but I have seen the difference in some of my clothes and on the scale. On my wedding day, I felt strong and looked like myself, but I definitely wasn't the super skinny image that I had always imagined. My question is, my trainer keeps telling me that I need to reverse dieting and that I'm not eating enough. I just have a lot of trouble believing that. I eat well and I just can't imagine I should be eating more. When I questioned it, she sent me some TikToks about it, and I can't follow something where the only proof is TikTok. Valid. It, it's funny that the, even the trainers sending yeah. the TikToks as proof. <laughs> yeah. This is a legit medical resource yeah. now. Um, have you guys heard about this before? Is there any science to back it up? I know part of it was more protein slash less sugar, but I just cannot eat more calories thinking I'm going to get thinner. Curious your thoughts, and if you had heard of this, sincerely scared of calories, Betch. P.S. I also went to high school with Remy. Not sure if she remembers me. I do. We're not including your name, but I do. And she remembers. Of course. And thank you for submitting this. It's very relatable. Yeah. So I cannot speak to the science of, quote, reverse dieting, which, like, I also don't know how. I, I haven't even heard this term before. So I have heard of it before. There, There's one fitness influencer girl. Her name's Stephanie Buttermore. And mm-hmm. she did something called All In, which was basically the same idea as this. It's like. More butter. No. <laughs> <laughs> she legally changed her name to Buttermore yeah. after doing this. No, I, that's just her name. Isn't that a, it's so cute, I think. Cute. Anyway. 
there are a lot of reasons why somebody would tell you maybe you're not eating enough and that's why you're putting on mass. Mm. One of the reasons is something that we have talked about, which is if you're restricting a lot during the day Mm -hmm. because you're scared of consuming the calories, then Mm -hmm. eventually you're going to swing that pendulum in the other direction. It, It messes with your metabolism. Well, it messes with your metabolism, but also mentally you feel deprived. Right. So if you feel deprived, then eventually you're going to swing in the other direction and kind of lose control, quote unquote, around Uh food. Uh So the simplest way of saying it is that you could be limiting calories, thinking that that's going to help you lose weight or prevent you from gaining weight, but you're not counting the calories that you're going to end up eating later on Mm -hmm. because of that restriction. A lot of people think that Binge eating is is purely because of restriction, and that's something that I kind of subscribe to also because that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm restricting the most, I'm more likely to binge. Yeah. So that's one part of it. But another part of it is it's just important more than a lot of people realize to actually be nourishing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um when you restrict your calories too much, then your body's going to hold on to excess weight or hold on to like any calories that it's getting Mm -hmm. because it thinks that it's not going to be getting enough food. Basically you need to build your body trust and, you know, be actually nourishing yourself enough so that your body knows it's going to get what it needs. So that could be what your trainer is talking about. I don't know what your intake is right now. That's what I'm wondering because she's like, I feel like I am eating enough. And I I feel like even recently I've had a similar feeling where I've been like, am I eating enough? You know, like in the mornings, if I'm not hungry, hungry, like should I be forcing myself to eat something? My answer to that is that if you're not hungry in the morning, just wait an hour or two. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you mean like f- when you first wake up or. No, like I don't get hungry until like 2 p.m. Oh, my gosh. Really? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Wow. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like starving and I'm ready to go. So every day is a little bit different. Every day. Is, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's important to eat in the morning kind of because of what I was saying before, because I think if you restrict too much during the day and I'm not just talking about mental restriction, like I shouldn't eat, I shouldn't eat. I'm Mm -hmm. also talking about physical restriction. Like if you just skip meals Mm -hmm. just because you're not hungry, Mm -hmm. then it could, your appetite could come back with a vengeance later and make you feel all out of whack. And then that makes intuitive eating harder because- It throws it off. It throws it off, yeah. Yeah. See, it feels counterintuitive to me to be like, I'm supposed to be listening to my body. My body says I'm not hungry, but I have to feed it. Yeah, like if I wake up in the morning and I'm not hungry, I will generally wait a couple hours and then I usually get hungry. Like I do think when you're feeding yourself on a consistent basis, like most people get hungry within a couple hours of waking up. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've read like a lot of different places is that you should probably be getting hungry within a couple hours Mm -hmm. of waking up. And I I mean, I, I just think it's important to eat breakfast, but I know that not everybody does. Like I said, I don't know how you're eating now, but your trainer probably knows more information. I don't love that she's getting the information from TikTok, though. As much as I love TikTok. See, this is why this is so tough. It's so layered. Uh Everybody's idea of what's enough is different. It depends on the person. So if you truly feel like you're tuned into your body and you are eating enough... I don't think you need to force yourself to eat more, but, but just think... Am I, do I think I'm eating enough because I eat 
for example, 1,500 calories a day. That's enough. What I'm saying is a lot of people say 1,500 calories. Like I that's know. a good. I'm, I'm just like, wow, that's, is that, that enough? feels a little yeah. small. But well, to me, it's small to yeah. me. That's like, you know, one one bowl of pasta putinesca. Like yeah. to me, that's like I could eat that in one sitting. But I think because you say you're scared of calories, you might think that you're eating enough, but you're not actually tuned in mm-hmm. to like how you feel. It might be based on external rules that you've been taught. Yeah. Like, no, I'm getting enough calories. I'm eating fifteen hundred calories a day. Yeah. But that Especially might not be enough. You felt weird about your body since you were aware of it, which. that's the most relatable sentence I've ever heard but maybe like she might be saying it because she's like you need more energy to bring to these workouts and stuff and I Mm -hmm. see you depleted but maybe it could benefit you to go to an actual registered dietitian who you know isn't into diet culture or anything like that and is just focused on you being healthy yeah I think that could be helpful and you can find them you know if you if you Google around like weight neutral dietitians or honestly, you could probably reach out to some of the people that we've had on this show. For sure. There's one more thing that this specifically bothers me that your trainer said this mm. more protein and less sugar. I'm OK with more protein. OK, protein is important for muscle recovery. And mm-hmm. if you want to grow your muscles, I'm all about protein. I try to get it in at every meal. I don't think you need to limit your sugar. Like mm. l- we've said this before, but it's all about adding things that are nutritious, not taking away things that you perceive as not being nutritious. Especially if you're already in a restrictive mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Because limiting your sugar is just going to make you crave sugar more. I, I really don't think that you need to do that. But more protein. Hey, I can't be mad at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'd be a weird thing to get mad at. Like, no, I think we can all agree that protein is so great. It's, it's the best. I'm trying to right now um, be okay with not adding protein. Mm. Like, you know, having a bowl of oatmeal or something and like not adding mm. protein to it or having a bagel. Why? Because you feel like it's empty without it? Yeah. Sometimes I, I just like feel like, oh, this is a good meal, but like Where's we should have protein. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a bagel and cream cheese. I I would want to add the Nova to it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) There needs to be some of that. So I'm trying to get okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Add the Nova. Add the Nova, but don't take away the bagel. Yeah. You don't need to. The last thing that maybe we should touch on is she felt like herself on her wedding day. And we we just did an episode about shedding for the wedding. She felt like herself on her wedding day. She felt beautiful, but it definitely wasn't the super skinny image she had always imagined. Mm -hmm. We need to let that go. Yeah. Is life ever exactly as you imagined it? No, it hasn't I try to not even picture trips that I go on because I'm like, I know that if I fantasize about it, it's going to be totally different. Wait, that's actually happened to me so many times. Isn't like that weird? I've gone away with family yeah. or something and I have this image of us all like singing kumbaya around mm. a bonfire and like getting really close. Yeah. And then it's day one and we're fighting and I'm like, this isn't what I expected. <laughs> yeah. it's, and then it's like, well, you kind of not set yourself up for failure, but if you expect things to go exactly as planned, like it makes it a little tougher. You know, it's the mm-hmm. same thing as like expecting like you have a child and you're like, they're going to be a doctor. And then like you're mad if they're not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't have those kind of expectations for your body. Maybe your body wants to go to trade school Mm. and that's okay too. And the thing I, I mean, she was talking about uh, clothes fitting differently and sometimes that happens. You know, I'm, I'm kind of going through that right now where I just gave away a bunch of stuff because even though I like them very much. Rude. I didn't get a call. I'm sorry. I'm a little shorter than you and they're all pants. Oh, okay. Forget it. I don't need pants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they uh, like 
you like back in the day, I would look at them and go, someday I'll fit into these again. And it's like, it's okay if that's not true. And if, if I do get to the point where I would fit into them, then like, hopefully I just have pants <laughs> that I can buy at that point. But like, it, it's better to... <laughs> hopefully to, you have a pants budget. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully there is some budget for pants, but it's better just in the moment to be like, okay, these are the clothes that fit me now and that's okay. Yeah. Like I, I do think you can put things away. I, I always, I, I'm always hesitant to get rid of stuff for that reason. It's like, yeah. I don't want to end up wasting money if I, if I do fluctuate. Yeah. But um, I think you can put things away. I think um, we sometimes underestimate the emotional toll that and the emotional weight that like having that extra stuff that doesn't fit us anymore yeah. can carry it, it really can impact you I think like having that all that stuff around yeah or as I think I've said this before give your clothes to a friend I would have given them to you but um it's okay. I'll forgive you thank you eventually but yeah give them away or give them to somebody that you know so that you can watch them have a new life and maybe like that helps the attachment to the clothes yeah that is nice that's that's a beautiful way to think about thrifting too is like I'm giving these pants mm -hmm. a new life. Mm -hmm. Jenna Lyons said it too recently on Oh yeah, on New York. She, she's, she's talking about cool. selling her clothes and stuff, and she's like, they deserve a new life. Yeah, yeah. In a, in the same way that when you go thrifting, you, or at least when I go thrifting, I imagine the life that something had before me mm -hmm. um, and who it belonged to. And it's usually a Midwestern mother. Man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like a, a t-shirt that says hockey mom or something. And I'm like, I know exactly who that belonged to. Hilarious. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it, that's a nice way to think about it. Um, you're way more than your body. You're way more than what your body looks like. I and love I think you are doing great. Yeah, I love that you're getting fit. I love that you're working with a trainer. I think all of that stuff is really fun. You might be packing on muscle because you're doing a lot of great work with your mm -hmm. trainer. Mm -hmm. And that might be a phase in your fitness journey or that might be like kind of what your body's going to look like now. Mm -hmm. Don't hold judgment against it. Like, yeah. but like you're getting stronger. I bet you feel dynamite mm. right now. Um, and I would just focus on that. Yeah. And if you are curious about needing to eat more or whatever, seek out somebody who that is their main thing. Totally. Because I can't speak to it. I can only tell you anecdotal things that I've heard. And a lot of people, a lot of people stand by that, that like we sometimes we diet when really we should be eating more. Mm -hmm. um, I think only you can assess that. And maybe the way to assess that would be trying to eat more and yeah. seeing what happens. She also said, PPS, have to agree with Emily that Physique 57 is the best bar class around. Thank you. <laughs> There's no comparison. There's no comparison. You walk out of that class feeling like the most accomplished person on the planet. Love that. Yeah. And yeah, I hope you're feeling accomplished and that this has helped in some way. And yeah, thank you so much for writing us. But you guys, that is it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Yes, follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. And of course, follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Remy Casimir. And of course, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com 
or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.